Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everyone. Um, we're fresh off that game <laughs> against the Lightning where the Flyers lost 7-6 to six in a shootout. What, 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 what did we just watch? Um, so, you know, first things first, this was a, a good game from the Flyers, a really, really solid effort. Um, they controlled the game for the first two periods for the most part, and then shit got a little weird in the third. Um, and then we'll we'll talk we'll talk about overtime and we'll talk about the shootout we don't really have to talk about the shootout but we'll talk about the overtime because that was something um but first i do want to say you know positivity forward um with going to overtime that one point from overtime did put us back tied for first place in the metropolitan division with the washington capitals now, the Capitals play the Leafs tonight, so we'll see if we can hold on to, to that, you know, being tied. But, um, it, you know, they're, they're still, they're right there. You, we, I don't even think we can call this a playoff push anymore because they're, they're battling for number one in the division. So, you know, that's pretty legit. Um, going to, all right, so I just, from that note, from that note, we're going to talk about overtime because... Overtime, they had a they had a power play. So not only did they have a power play during overtime, but they also you know they had the delayed penalty. So they had a, a four on three advantage for a solid two and a half minutes, and I think they got maybe three shots on goal. They got four shots on goal for the entire the entire overtime and. I just, for the life of me, cannot understand what they were doing. I don't know what they were doing for the entire two and a half minutes. Now, that being said, any time where you can get Tampa Bay to not be attacking for two minutes is really, really good. Like, that's good. However... You want to do something with that time. You want to do anything, anything at all. And they just, they, they couldn't get it together. It's, I, I, I've said that I will not question Hackstall's shootout choices. So I don't necessarily want to dig into that. But, um, holy hell, that overtime was atrocious. It was, it was just so bad it was so bad and I don't I don't know why I don't I don't have a reason for it other than they just they they couldn't get set up and then they just didn't want to shoot the puck it was it was so bad um so let's let's dig into the game a little bit um 
we got goals from unexpected players. So Yuri Laterra scored a goal. Weird. Yuri Laterra. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to see if I can play this for you. I don't think that I can now that I'm in here. Um, I can't. I was going to share my screen just to play his quote because if, if you couldn't see the game or if you didn't have the the in-between, the intermission, um, Jesus, let me learn how to talk as I'm looking for this on my phone, um, the quotes from Between the Benches, it's, it's spectacular. Um, let me, I'm going to pull it up and I'm just going to play it right into the microphone. It's going to be sloppy, but let's, uh, let's do it anyway, because you need to hear it. Um, come on. Can you hear it? Yeah, he did, Jimmy. Got the Flyers, regained the lead. Yuri, you guys were on a delayed penalty. First off, did you know it was a delayed call? And was it just your intention to try to get that puck through to the net, or did you see something? I didn't see anything. I was just, just closed my eyes and shooting like not, nothing special. I didn't know what was going on. Just... You can work on that with me after the game. I'm looking for that one, too. What do you guys want to do here in the third period? You're beat the best team in the league right now by points. Been success so far. Well, right now we just have to play smart third. Put the puck deep. Uh, we can't make any mistakes in the uh, mutual zone. Just play simple, man's game. Good job by you. and shot the puck. He didn't see anything and he didn't know what was going on. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Now it explains a lot, but oh my God, that was amazing. Just the quote and also that Yuri Laterra scored a goal. Like that was pretty cool. Um, we got a Robert Haig goal, which was really nice. Um, Claude Giroux, I think Nolan Patrick had a goal. Um, who else? Uh, Ivan Provorov. There were a lot of goals scored in this game. This was not a strong game for goaltending on either side. Um, it's, they're the best team in hockey. Like, it's, it's okay. It's okay to be frustrated with a loss. Like, I am really, really unhappy with the loss. But they're the best team in hockey. Um, this is these last two nights, they're these last two games anyway, um, really lend some credence to the Flyers playing up and down to competition because, I mean, look at what happened with the Hurricanes, who are absolutely not the best team in hockey. And then look at what happened with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, some nights things aren't going to go your way and whatever, whatever hockey cliches you want to say, we can say them here, but they were able to keep up with the best team in hockey and score six goals and take it to overtime. So I'm not really upset. They have beat the lightning once this year um, in Tampa Bay. And then Tampa Bay came here and, and just embarrassed the flyers. Um, another, another thing that I would point out is, um, having your your third line oh we've got a cat in the background that's Shenner. he's hanging out um another thing i'd like to point out is having your third line on the ice in the the waning minutes of a tied game against the best team in hockey is not smart 
Especially when you know that they're going to be putting out Stamkos and Kucherov. Um, all right, so let's dig in here. Um, let's get to some of the, the questions and the comments because I'm totally here for this. Uh, we've got a lot of Peter Mrazek um, critiques. McDonald is a turnover machine. Uh, this game may have been more frustrating than the game before. I think it was more exciting. The game before, they had no fight. Against the Hurricanes, they had no fight. This one, this one at least, they were playing, and they, they were playing well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the OT power play was frustrating. Bottom pairing D gets exposed all the time. Absolutely. We have, you know, we've got one pairing. It's Ghost and Provorov. And the other two are just some dudes. Just some dudes that are skating around. They're trying. You know, I, I have defended Robert Haig a lot of the time. Uh, Gudis is a, a solid defenseman, but they need, they all need to do more. Outside of Provorov and Ghost. <laughs> Brian, maybe they should blindfold Latera from now on. <laughs> uh, Michael is saying, how do you blow a 5-3 lead? And I said, Peter Morazic has been overrated. You know, probably. He probably has been overrated, but he is... He is what he is. Um, he wasn't playing that much in Detroit. So to come in here, I think this is his fourth straight start. Might be third. He's, he's, he's average. You know, I don't think that he's going to be, um, I don't think he's going to be blowing the, the roof off the barn, but he's, he's okay. All right. Darren wants to know what the hell I'm talking about. And at this point, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Amanda is super worried about t tomorrow's game. Hope that the Flyers come out with as much energy as she expects the Panthers to come out with, and I agree. So playing a back-to-back -back after this type of game could be really, really interesting. It could be dangerous. Uh, the, the Panthers are a better team than... Um, the Panthers are a better team than, than they have been in the past, and, and, and people tend to underestimate them. Uh, they're not the lightning, but it, they, they are good. They have good offensive prowess. So hopefully, hopefully they don't completely shit the bed tomorrow because this is, this is a rough stretch of games they have coming up, uh, to come out of, to come out of this game with a point really good to come out of tomorrow with one or two would be even better. So, you know, let's go for, let's go for two. Uh, Stamkos played, John is saying Stamkos played huge today for Tampa. Stamkos had his first five point game in his career today. Um, and then he scored the, the game winner in overtime. So yeah, <laughs> this is one of, is it, mm, I don't know. I don't know for certain. So someone correct me when I get this wrong, but this is the first season that I can remember that Stamkos has been healthy for the whole season. I'm sure that there have been others. Um, but it's been, it has, he's had, he's had, you know, the struggles, the injury struggles. So it's good to see what he can do staying healthy. 
and and this team kind of lives and dies by him. Uh, right. Kyle wants to talk about some of the missed calls against Tampa. We can do that. Um, I don't remember anything glaring. There were a couple hits that I think could have gotten called. Um, tell tell me more about what we what we want to be mad about. Like I'm always on board to get mad about stuff, but give me give me some examples. Uh, Chris, Steph, your baby Nolan has been great lately. Yes, he has. Goddamn right, yes, he has. Uh, I I am thrilled to see this offensive side of him really so in the first half of the season you know he had he, he struggled offensively but he was always in the right place he was always making the right play like he thought the game well he just couldn't quite get there uh, I think now that he is healthy and fully healthy and feeling good this is this is the Nolan that um, we should expect to see from here on out so oh my god Number two overall pick, Nolan Patrick, who fell into our laps. Goddamn right. Um, okay, so Christopher, I'm sorry, but today's game, last two periods, show how far Flyers are from best in the East. I'd rather watch Sanheim Myers play than another night of McDonald and Manning. All McDonald does is turn puck over and fail clears he's terrible in Fopola on the ice versus Stamkos who had five points today Haxtell just will not stop playing him and Laterra it's ridiculous I mean Christopher you don't have to be sorry I think that this is how everybody here feels <laughs> I think that this is this is definitely the, the the line of thinking for all of us um the the best in the east is Tampa Bay definitely I was not saying that about the Flyers like that's Tampa Bay um, I would absolutely rather watch Stanheim and Myers play than Manning and McDonald. And, and while we're at it, I'd probably, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who are fans of Gudis, but I'd throw Moran up here in the place of Gudis and just see what happens. That's what I wanted this year to be the, the trial by fire, throw all the babies in, see what happens. Um, and, and agreed on the, uh, Philpola and, and Latera versus Stamkos and Kucherov, like, those are not the guys you want out there. Those are not the guys you want out there in the final minutes of the period during a tie game. Like, that's not good planning. That's not a good – that's not just not good coaching. That's not good player utilization. All right. Turnovers. Mrazek is a backup. Brian is saying Hart can't get here soon enough. Yup. Uh, Deej is saying game like this, Mike Deej, uh, is a good example of how this team can be exposed in playoff series. Over-reliance on subpar players and a mess in their own zone when 53-9, and nine, so Ghost and Provorov aren't out there. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they definitely – Yes, yes, I'm agreeing with you. They have their weaknesses, and I I know that you all know I've been saying all season that this is not a an elite team, that I didn't necessarily think that they were going to the playoffs, but that's not even a question anymore. Um, they have their weaknesses. That being said, you know, every team does. Tampa Bay has their weaknesses too, and, and the PK is one of them. Um, it's... Yes, in a seven-game series, games are going. To, teams are going to be exploited. Their weaknesses are going to be exploited, 
and that's okay. That's what happens. Um, but defense for the Flyers is a problem. It's an issue. It hasn't been addressed. So bringing up Robert Haig was good. Again, everybody here knows that I like him. Um, but the way that he's being coached to play is very conservative, and that's not the best utilization of his skills. So there's there's some issues there on defense, but it, there the offense just keeps stepping it up and playing in, a, in, in the next gear. So you've got Travis Konechny, who has found just the, the next level to his game, and that's fun to watch. And Nolan Patrick has, as we just said, found the next the next level, and, and it's been a joy to watch, and they just keep bailing them out. And we've had we've had above-average goaltending, which continues to uh, keep the, the team in games, except for, apparently, when they're playing the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, okay, so Christopher is telling me Mrazek hasn't had a day off in over a month. He played every night in Detroit before he came. He needs day off. Seems legit. I didn't. I didn't know that he was playing every night in Detroit. Um, but yeah, no, that seems legit. Hackstall likes to run goalies into the ground. We may see Alex Lyon. Probably not. It, it would be nice if he played him tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, Sean, I know we don't want to talk about this, but Provorov has been really bad lately in his own zone. We can laud his offense lately, which I do, but I'm concerned about his D zone play. Lots of failed clears and ill-advised passes. So what I think is going on with Provorov, and I don't, I don't think that your observations are incorrect. Um, but what I believe is going on with Provorov is he actually has a partner that he can rely on now. Um, and, and he's able to take some risks and take some chances where he wasn't able to do that before. So I think that that's what we're seeing, and I think that the, the risks that he's taking are, you know, a little bit unlucky, and, and we're, we're seeing some, some results of risk-taking that we don't necessarily want to see. Um, that being said, he's still a really, really solid defenseman, I'm giving him a lot of leeway here because I think that we've seen in the past year and a half that he is a number one defenseman. So I'm giving him a little bit of leeway. I'm not necessarily concerned yet, but if this is, if it continues through the rest of the regular season, I, I will be, I'll be concerned for the playoffs. I have noticed. And I, like you said, we don't want to talk about it. Um, and I am giving him, him just a little bit of slack. So, um, I, I'm not worried yet. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Brian Knight is saying Mrazek is fine, but he needs to control rebounds. The overall team defense wasn't good today, so plenty of blame to go around. Timo, so many turnovers today. Um... Zach is saying that season ain't over yet. He could still get hurt. And I don't know who we're talking about. I don't know who we're talking about. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think of who. I, I, I'm trying to figure out if this is a hopeful he can still get hurt and someone else can come up. Or if this is a he can still get hurt and we're screwed. Um, help me out here. Uh, Darwin is asking what's going on with Oduya 
uh, he was having visa issues. So he has arrived in Philadelphia. Sometimes this happens when it's not a trade and there is no time to really prepare and the players claimed off waivers. It also happens during trades too, but there are visa issues, but he made it. I don't know if he's traveling with the team actually, um, but I know that he did make it into the United States. Ugh. Amanda, Tim Saunders and Steve Coates said that Andrew McDonald had a terrible game today. Lunatic <laughs> Coates, he isn't wrong. They, you know, I give them a lot of, I, I give the, the team broadcasters a lot of credit for seeing the positives. Um, because, I mean, that's not a thing that, there's a lot of stuff that they've been saying lately that none of us ever would. But they, they look for the positives. The glass is half full at all times. It's their job. That's what they have to do. Uh, but when they start criticizing the team, man, they don't hold back. And it's always, always delightful. Uh, oh, Zach is saying that Oduya is with the team now. So I guess he is traveling with them. All right. So Nathan is actually saying something that I believe. Um Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get a Missy driver barrage right now because there's a dog walking past the house. So I apologize for the barking. Here, here it comes. She just came running down the stairs. Um. Oh, just kidding. We're okay. So she's thinking about it, but not barking. Um, and I lost the comment, but it was it was about Oduya. I I lost the comment because it's scrolling fast. Um, about Oduya sitting in the press box and he doesn't know why people think that Oduya is going to sit in the press box because he's got two cups and you know that this management team loves veteran presence. And I agree. Like I'm not convinced that he's going to sit in the press box and I don't know who is, but Hackstall Hextall did say that, um, they did that. That's why he was acquired and that he was going to, um, be the seventh D we'll see. I'm not, I'm not confident that that's what's going to happen. And I'm also not confident while we're, while we're at it, I'm also not confident that Lindblom stays in the lineup when Wayne Simmons is healthy. We'll see. He deserves to, I, I fully believe he deserves to, but I'm not, I'm not confident. Um, oh, oh, Brian said, shouldn't you be making your boyfriend a sandwich? That's very nice of you, Brian. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, Christopher can't bring hard up unless all roster goalies get injured. Yeah, not all of them, but it would have to be a significant amount. Um, oh, okay. All right. So here we got, I, I'm scrolling down just to try and stay current. Um, <laughs> so Brian, when Simmons returned, returns his limb, I'm staying the second line or move to the third line. Like, like I just said, I'm not sure he stays in the lineup at all. So we've been doing this fun thing, and it's not really that fun, but it's a fun thing. 
thought experiment with Broad Street Hockey. Has Hackstall brought up anybody? Has Hextall, I'm sorry, brought up anybody who um, was not in place of an injury? And the only examples that we could come up with were this season with Tyrell Goldborn and Danique Martel. Throughout the rest of his tenure, the only time he has called up somebody from the AHL was for an injury. Unless, again, unless um, there's someone else that you can think of. Um, so when Simmons comes back, what are they going to do about Lindblom? Because then there won't be an injury that he is, he's being replaced or he's replacing. Um, logic, logic says, this is easy. You scratch Weiss, you scratch Laterra. We're fine here. I don't know whether it's as simple as that. Um, ideally, I keep him with what's working, and, and it's working right now where he is. Put Simmons on the third line, and, you know, he'll be with Wheel. He'll be with um, Philpola. I don't think that that's, a, that's not a bad line. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, from Timo, Steph, what are your thoughts on our worst line being out on the ice for the last minute or two in the third? They were hacked. I mean, that's, that's Dave Hackstall through and through. He trusts that line defensively, and I don't understand why. Um, I don't understand why. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he was doing. Like, that's. There's a difference between playing to win and playing not to lose and then playing Yori Laterra and um, Valtteri Filpola when you only have a, a couple minutes left in the period. Like, there is a difference, and Dave Haxtell is the only one that sees the logic there because I don't think that anybody else anybody else does. Um. <laughs> from Luke <laughs> Stephanie can you discuss whether you think giving up six goals is good I feel like it wasn't great it's not great it's not great but Vasilevsky did the same thing like this is they both goaltending was not a strength for either team today thank you for your question uh So Eric says, send Lion down, bring up, send down Lion, bring up Stolars. Uh, Stolars. Stolars has started practicing. I was under the impression that he wasn't going to play at all this season. Um, it looks like that's incorrect. He may play. Stolars is, is going through the, the whole knee recovery. Um, I feel really really bad for the guy uh I don't know if you heard I don't know if you all heard how he re-injured his knee so he had knee surgery early I believe it was actually before last season ended he had knee surgery and then he was getting out of his car and felt and, and felt it buckle like just stepping out of his car and that's why he needed the second knee surgery like that sucks uh injuries have been a problem for him but this is the same knee like it's he's had a rough go of it so I want nothing more than to see him play this season and, and good things for Anthony Stolarz 
we can't we can't bring him up yet though he he's not ready to play he hasn't played at all this season I, I'm, I'm more confident in Alex Lyon only because I know that he's in game shape so um I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that um so Ted is saying Meltzer Bill Meltzer is convinced that he's staying with the team that's good so Bill Meltzer is the internal beat reporter for the Flyers he also writes for um hockey buzz uh so he does i mean he's got the inside track so if he's convinced that they're staying with the team that means he's hearing it from inside the team that's good um okay oh. <laughs> from ria Oh, I'm here for this. When the F is the NHL going to get rid of shootouts? Go for three on three till the game gets decided. Period. I agree. Oh, my God. I agree so much. The shootout, it's just, it's weird. It's weird. So I get for casual fans, it's kind of fun to watch the shootout. But that's it. Like, if you've watched the entire game, it's just like, okay, well, we're going to stop hockeying right now. And we're going to show off a little bit in a one-on-one, -on -one, and that's actually going to decide how the game ends. We're not going to continue playing hockey. It's just going to be a shootout. I think that they should do three-on-three. -three. I think it should be a full period of three-on-three. -three. Like, let's do that. And then bring back the tie. It would be totally fine. You still get a point in tie, so you still get your loser point, but it doesn't end in a shootout. Completely agree. Um... From Joe, what's up with Simmons? When will he be back? So Simmons has had a handful of injuries this season that he should have sat out for and didn't. Um, I believe right now, I, I think it's a shoulder. I, do, I actually don't know. Uh, I heard I heard abdomen earlier, uh, but that may have been like in November when he had that really cold stretch. Uh, I don't know when he's going to be back. I I miss him. I think the team misses him, but I also don't want to rush him. Uh, Matt is saying Reed can go back down. He can. I, I would I would prefer Matt Reed playing over some of the guys on this roster, but you know it, I'm not I'm not really worried about it. Uh, Andrew, the Philly special still looks good after all this time. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, David, I'd scratch Lear first. All he does is skate, nothing else. Yeah, but he skates hard. He skates hard. So I'm okay with Lear. I think, you know, Lear, Lear and Lawton have good chemistry. They, they brought back the honeybee line, the original, the OG honeybee line today. And that was fun um, with Raffle, Raffle Lawton and Lear. They're okay. That they're they're totally fine. I prefer Taylor Lear to Latera and to Weiss. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it, it's it's almost negligible how much one adds and one subtracts. Um, but really, I I I firmly believe that. Lear could be better than like like Taylor Lear on a good day 
is absolutely better than uh, Yuri Laterra and Dale Weiss on a good day. So I, I'd, I'd rather have that. Uh, on an average day, it's pretty negligible. But on a good day, Taylor Lear is, is head and shoulders above those two. Okay. Oh, this is interesting from Josh. When Simmons is back, would you keep Patrick on the first power play and move Simmer to the second power play unit to boost their chances of scoring when the first unit can't get it done? I love that. I I love that a lot, actually. Um, because, I mean, Nolan Patrick, you want you want to see what he can do and you want to inflate his confidence because he's going to be here hopefully for the rest of his career. Uh, Simmons has one year left on that contract and is a power play specialist. Our, our second power play unit for the no discernible reason is not good again. Um, I kind of love that. Let's, let's do it and see what happens. Okay. Trust the process. Let process. Let's go Sixers. Um. Let's see. Rick wants to know when the F is Manning and Amac going to sit brutal. I have no idea. I, with this staff, probably never. The good news is that Brandon Manning is on the last year of his contract. So, um, maybe, maybe we won't see him next year. Although, I'm not quite confident that that'll be the case. Um, Troy, Troy wants to know what I thought of Latera's goal. I, I, yelled loud and there's no doubt in my mind that the neighbors heard me uh and then there was so it was on a delayed penalty that he got the goal and there was a quote immediately after from JJ from Jim Jackson saying who needs a power play when you have Yuri Laterra and I laughed I laughed harder than I've laughed at probably anything else in a solid month uh, because that is the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard in my life. But it's also like in that instance, it was true. <laughs> but like, think about all of the things that had to go wrong to get to that point. Who needs a power play when you've got Yuri Laterra? What? <laughs> that was crazy. I can't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. From Zach, do you have any comments on the crazy lunatic rantings of Bill Matz in regards to him saying that Manning is being misused as a punching bag and should be an offensive play driver? <laughs> so my comments on the lunatic crazy lunatic rantings of bill matz are you know pretty well documented but that is crazy so brandon manning had like three or four games in the beginning of last season where he did have offensive chances and everyone was really confused didn't know where this guy had come from 
and decided that, hey, like, this might be a good defense bin. Like, we could have a good defensive core. And then it all disappeared, and it hasn't come back. There, there were stretches of time where he has been good. Like, I'm not saying, so my, my frustration with Brandon Manning is his usage. He's not a bad defenseman. No, as a seven, as a number seven, he's perfect. Like, that's a good role for him. Is he Shane Gostisbehere? Absolutely the fuck not. Is he Ivan Provorov? Absolutely the fuck not. He's not even a Robert Haig. Like, he's, he's just not, that's just not who he is. And, and to say that he should be, he should be used as an offensive defenseman, like, nobody's stopping you. Nobody, nobody is stopping you from creating offense. If you're talented, you'll create offense. The problem is, he's not. All right. Andrew wants to know what's the next backup goalie we can pick up. We've we've got quite a few of them. I don't want to pick up any more goalies. Um oh there was some there was a question that I, I scrolled over about the blues. Um I don't actually know. I think they're play they're playing today. I don't know off the top of my head oh, my Yuri Letera <laughs> quote is playing again. I don't know I don't know how they're doing, but the blues they would have to fall really, really far. So the blues According to this, which is it's actually, I'm looking I'm looking at my fantasy team because that's how I do things. Uh, they're losing three to two to Dallas right now. The Blues, um, the, they would have to fall really, really, really far to uh, make that draft pick not ours. So it's top ten protected. I don't see that happening. The teams behind them are are much worse than they are, so I, I'm not really worried about that. They're still a very talented team going through. <laughs> I don't even know. Like they're 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 having some issues, um, but I, I don't see them falling that far this quickly. That being said, you never know. Like I don't ever. I wouldn't ever take it away from them if that's how they feel like ending their season, but I, I don't believe that that's going to happen. Um, so from David, talent-wise, out of Manning, Gudis, and Amac, Manning is the best. We should definitely trade Gudis in the offseason. So I, I disagree... I, I believe Gudis Gudis is the best out of those, but I agree that they should look into trading him because you're going to get a return and then it, it makes room for some youth. Like I don't know when or how Travis Sanheim finds his way back into this lineup. I, I just don't know. I don't know how. And I need him here because he's good and Oh wait, no goal. Everyone's telling me that my the score was wrong. No goal. <laughs> Ask the commenters. They know everything. I'm trying to keep up. Um Gudis is the the better defenseman out of the three, even if he is a little bit of an idiot sometimes, but we need to make we need to make some room if we really want this youth movement happening and and getting rid of getting rid of the Manning contract, trading Gudis. Um 
for the love of God, please buy out Andrew McDonald. That's, that's room for it. Okay. <laughs> Brian wants a shirt that says, who needs a power play when you have your Laterra? Uh, Andrew Moran is lost in the minors. Saw his picture on a milk carton. He's injured again. He's have, oh my God, he's had a, he's another one with a really, really rough season due to injuries that it, it sucks a lot. Um, it, it, I, I feel really bad for him because every time that he's had his opportunity to get called up, he's been injured. That sucks. Um. Johnny, will we see Moran, Sandheimer, Myers in the Flyers next season? Yes. Um, yes, we will see one of them. I don't know who it will be, and I don't know how. Logic says it'll be in the spot created by Brandon Manning's expiring contract. Um, I am not entirely convinced that... Um, Ron Hextall will not re-sign Brandon Manning thinking like with the, the thought process, this is a cheap seventh defenseman. The problem is that Dave Hextall doesn't view him as a seventh defenseman. That's, that's where the disconnect comes in. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm going to keep a really close eye on that because I don't know what Hextall is going to do there. Um, when it comes to, the, the space for the others, Moran or Sanheim Myers. I think, I think it'll probably be Sanheim. I could see them saying Myers needs a, another year in the AHL. Sanheim got, no, this is his second. Um, Myers has missed a lot of this season with injury. I, I they might want to overcook him down there. Sam Moran is, uh, waivers eligible next season so he would have to pass through waivers to even be in lehigh valley so i think that we see him in some capacity next year uh they they need to they need to start clearing out some bodies preferably starting with andrew mcdonald but we'll see um <laughs> andrew wants me to put pictures on my wall I should do that. You're absolutely correct. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I do have there are there's stuff on the wall over there, but it's not nearly enough. And on that note, um, on that note, I'm going to log off. Um, Brian, real quick, uh, how much would contract buyout of Andrew McDonald count against the cap? I don't know off the top of my head. If you go to capfriendly.com, you can do a uh, a simulation of what that would look like. Um, and I will, if, if I don't get back to you today, I'll definitely have it on the podcast on Monday. Um, I don't know who is doing the post game tomorrow for the Panthers. It could be me again. So we could have a weekend full of stuff. Uh, you're welcome. And I'm sorry. So everybody enjoy the rest of your Saturday and we will talk soon. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. 
those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>